to the RTI Time Machine. Today's time traveler is John Van Trieste. And the destination, Jiayi. In the World War II era remains of a Japanese shrine sits an homage to one of Taiwan's most historic cities. Jiayi in Taiwan's southwest can trace its past over several centuries through siege, colonization, disaster, and industrialization. Here in these historic surroundings is what's now called the Jiayi City Historical Relic Museum, where the objects that tell this city's story are housed. Joining us today to share this story is Wang Yongshen of the Jiayi City Cultural Affairs Bureau. 当时位于当时的诸罗, Ms. Wang says that the original inhabitants of Jiayi were the Hoanya, a group of Plains Aborigines. Records and descriptions of the area date back to the 17th century, a time when southern Taiwan changed hands several times. She says that both the colonizing Dutch and the Chinese warlord Koxinga who expelled them made the impact of their rule felt here. In early Chinese records, the place where Jiayi City now stands is given the name Zhuluo. Ms. Wang says there are two theories for where this older name may have come from. The first is that it's a Chinese corruption of an indigenous word. The second, that it's a Chinese abbreviation for a longer phrase, meaning mountains all laid out in a row. Mountains are something the area does have plenty of. At the beginning of the 18th century, with imperial China now in control, Chinese immigration to the area grew, and the town became an administrative center. But of course, the town is no longer called Zhuluo, and there's a story that explains the reason why. In 1787, the rebel Lin Shuangwen assembled a force and cut through large areas of Taiwan. His troops laid siege to Zhuluo for several months. Ms. Wang says the sources claim 10. But the garrison and the townspeople held out. The Manchu general Fu Kang'an was dispatched to Taiwan to put the rebellion down. And in 1788, it came to an end. Noting the strength and loyalty shown by the town of Zhuluo, the then reigning Qianlong Emperor himself is said to have bestowed upon it the new name Jiayi, the characters for which mean something like excellent righteousness. This imperial origin makes Jiayi stand out among Taiwanese place names. This period of the town's early history is remembered today through displays in the Historic Relics Museum. Abrupt changes starting in 1895, though, changed the character of the city and gave Taiwan Jiayi as it's known today. In Japan. The war ended in Japanese victory, and the treaty ending the conflict saw Taiwan ceded to Japan as an overseas colony. Despite local resistance, Taiwan was to stay under Japanese rule for 50 years. Jiayi was one of the places that caught the attention of administrators looking for resources. The city sits nearly square on the Tropic of Cancer, 
and like the rest of southern Taiwan, its tropical climate was perfect for sugarcane. But the high mountains to the east of the city held a greater treasure, rich forests. Alishan, a mountain that's now one of Taiwan's most popular tourist sites, was particularly rich, covered in stands of tall ancient trees. Not all of it was ordinary timber either. Taiwan cypress, with its soothing woody fragrance, was recognized as being much like Japan's own prized Hinoki cypress. Once finished, its wood was shipped off to Japan for use in Shinto shrines and other august buildings. Logging for more ordinary wood began too, with the felled timber shipped down the mountain to Jai for finishing into lumber. Meanwhile, Jai became a staging point for resupplying logging camps up in the mountains. Later during the Japanese period, with logging sites above and lumber factories below, Jai would sometimes simply be called the lumber capital. This logging era in the city's history, which includes the early years of the 20th century, is important enough to have its own exhibit in the museum today. Another special exhibit is reserved for the coming of the railroad. 当时哦，这铁路其实有四条，一条就是纵贯。When most people in Taiwan hear this phrase, they might think of the 1908 completion of Taiwan's first major rail line, the West Coast Line, linking major cities north and south, and still in operation today. The railroad ran through Jai and had a big impact. But Ms. Wang says the other railroads that changed the city shouldn't be forgotten. One of them, the 1912 Alishan Forest Railway, has certainly not been forgotten. Today, it's one of Jai City's most important tourist attractions, running up from the city over difficult terrain up to the mountain logging centers. There were also rail lines for transporting sugarcane and heavy oil, signs of an industrializing city that was growing in importance. These early years of the 20th century are also the period to which many of Jai's historical buildings belong. Colonial administrators gave Taiwan's towns and cities a makeover through urban development plans. Ms. Wang says that six of these plans were drawn up for Jai alone. There was also an effort to rebuild the city after a 7.1 earthquake in 1906 leveled its traditional buildings. As a result of all this, Ms. Wang says, the street plan of the city today is still largely the same, though the roads have been widened and new infrastructure like sewers, schools, and hospitals have been modernized. One of the most popular parts of the city's new layout, though, has many of its original features still intact. Jai Park, opened in 1910, was an important social place and a spot where you could get lost among the green. Some decades after its founding, local-born artist Chen Chengbo would paint loving renditions of the park, showing its fountain and its grand trees. The museum is filled with artifacts showing how Jai changed under Japanese rule. But the museum itself is a sign of the changing times. Here, in 1915, a Japanese Shinto shrine, the Jai Shrine, was inaugurated. Most of these Shinto shrines have been destroyed or fallen into disrepair, and only two remain fully intact today. 
but at Jai's Historical Relics Museum, you can get an idea of what one of these shrines would have been like. By the 1930s and 40s, as Japan entered into what would become the Pacific theater of World War II, people in Taiwan faced ever greater pressure to assimilate to Japanese culture and to worship at shrines like these. In the 1940s, with the war in full progress, the shrine here was expanded. The expansion was finished in 1943, just in time for the end of Japanese rule two years later with the war's end. For a long time after the war, the Jiayi Shrine stood intact, turned by Taiwan's new Republic of China government into a martyr shrine. However, the main shrine building burned in 1994. The shrine's other two surviving buildings, an elegant purification hall and an office, were left abandoned until their historic value was recognized, and they were repaired in the late 1990s. The Jiayi city government decided that these two buildings from 1943 would make a fine setting for retelling stories of the city's past. The Museum of Historical Relics opened in 2001. Today, many visitors pair a visit to the museum with a trip next door to a new Jiayi landmark. The Sun Shooting Tower is a modern monument with an observation deck built over the ruins of the former main shrine. These two Jiayi landmarks are a fitting pair. A panorama of Jiayi's centuries of history coupled with a literal panorama of what this city of a quarter million has become. I'm John Van Trieste, and I hope you'll join me again next week for another journey through time. <laughs>